Features of history in fat pad disorder atrophy include dull throbbing pain under the heel, which is localised and more proximal than plantar fasciitis. The treatment of heel fat pad atrophy disorder is a reduction of the aggravating activity, weight loss, simple analgesia, orthotics, good footwear and avoiding corticosteroids. The features of history in plantar fasciitis are a pain on the plantar aspect of the heel, medial side, occurring 5 centimeters from the dorsal end of the heel. Pain radiates into the sole. Pain is on the first steps of walking out of bed. Pain is relieved after walking and it's increased towards the end of the day. Worse after sitting, there's a history of overuse, usually over 40 and it can affect both sexes. Signs of examined plantar fasciitis are a tenderness localized to the medial tuberosity but it can be anywhere. The heel pad may bulge or appear atrophic. Crepitus might be felt and patients are often obese. The treatment of plantar fasciitis is that it heals in 12 to 24 months. It's a variable response to treatment. Relative rest, NSAIDs, steroid injections, insoles and plantar fascia stretching exercises. Treatment for cracked heels is to soak feet for 30 minutes in warm water containing alpha carry or derm oil. Pat dry and then use 10% urea cream or eulactol heel balm. Use hydrocort 4.5% cream for resistant cases. Severe cases you can use sorbeline cream with 20% glycerol and 30% urea. The pathology of hallux rigiditis, rigidus. Hallux rigidus is an osteoarthritis of the first MTP. It's a gradual loss of range of motion of the toe and you get pain. The treatment of hallux rigidus is roomy protective footwear, relative rest, daily self-mobilization, stretching into plantar affection morning and night, manipulation under general anaesthetic or surgical referral for severe cases and surgical referral for severe cases. Features of history in rheumatoid arthritis of the feet are pain and stiffness first thing in the morning, mainly the metatarsophalangeal joints, and you get pain and stiffness under the balls of the feet worse in the morning. Features of history in gout are a sudden onset pain, redness, swelling, tenderness, and typical history. If you've got burning feet, there's a couple of causes. There's vascular or endocrine. Vascular causes would include ischemic rest pain, chillblains, cold reaction on functional vasospasm and Raynaud's. Endocrine would include diabetic retinopathy, uh, neuropathy. Uh, and I'd also include tarsal tunnel syndrome in there as well. Uh, endocrine, yep, tarsal tunnel syndrome. Complex regional pain syndrome, one or two. Oh, there's neuro in there. Okay. There's also ne neuro causes, and they are tarsal tunnel syndrome, complex regional pain syndrome, one or, or two, Morton's neuroma, or psychogenic. The pathology of tarsal tunnel syndrome is entrapment of the posterior tibial nerve near the medial malleolus. 
is associated with rheumatoid arthritis. arthritis. Features of history in tarsal tunnel syndrome is an anterior burning pain in the forefoot associated with burning in the calf uh, and in the sole of the foot. Treatment is physio, medial arch support, steroids and surgical referral. Features of history in foot strain is that it normally occurs in athletes who are relatively unfit. People with flat feet, obese adults, uh, manifested as an aching pain in the foot and calf during or after prolonged walking or standing. <coughs> worse with new shoes and worse with, worse with a change to high heels. Treatment of chronic foot strain includes relative rest, keep walking to a minimum, application of cold, then application of heat, exercise program, orthotics and arch supports. Management of flat feet includes exercises, insoles, referring if concerned, hind foot fusion. Yep. The causes of clawfoot are congenital causes and polio. Treatment of clawfoot is with special orthotics, footwear, foot exercises and padding under the metatarsal heads. Complications of ankle tenosynovitis. Weakness, ganglion, subluxation, dislocation, and rupture. The tendons commonly involved in tenosynovitis of the ankle include the tibialis posterior and anterior tendon medially, perineal tendon in the lateral compartment, tibialis anterior, and extensor digitorum longus. Treatment of tendonitis of the ankle includes partial immobilization, orthotics, to support the arch of the foot and injecting corticosteroids. Next we're going to talk about features of history in perineal or lateral tendonitis. This occurs in the course of the perineal tendon from behind the lateral malleolus to the outside of the foot and it commonly occurs in athletes and dancers. Examination in perineal tendonitis includes pain reproduced on palpation and stretching on passive eversion, inversion of the foot and resisted eversion of the foot.